1: Hey everyone, this is the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast, a Spotify and Villa Romana network production. I'm Alan Evans. And I'm Joey Sand. Well, good day, Joey. Good day. Alan. So we have rushed this along a little bit. We're very timely today. Yeah. A lot of things going on. Um,
2: so I don't know where to start, but how are you? I'm great. I, I haven't seen you. I know. Why? Well, okay, been... I'm a busy person. Yeah, what and I'm sitting around at my spinning wheel. That's what I thought. <laughs> yes, you're, you're, <laughs> your sh- your shawl is almost ready. <laughs> no, I, I know both of busy, us between... Busy. I've been busy. Yeah. And um,
1: a lot of work and staying home in the evenings. And uh, so, I don't know. It's just things are happening.
2: Good. Well, that's great. I mean, <clears throat> work with me has been... So whack. It hasn't really, really come back strong because most of my clients were traveling to Europe and were here and there. Now they're back, but they're not really throwing big parties. So that's kind of yawn. And then uh, between the strike thing, so people aren't I really know. celebratory yet till they get back. So I've just been biding my time. You know, I went to Palm Springs last week and I lost a dear friend who I believe you know. She was the wife of. Harold Robbins. Yes, I author, met her. She asked Grace. She Grace asked Robbins. me to
1: represent her memoir. Yeah, at she one wrote time. her own book. A couple of them. And it was rather shocking, especially for the time, because that had to have been 15 years ago.
2: Oh, her book? Mm-hmm. Well, she wrote a new book before she died. Oh, she did. Yeah. Her memoir? Mm-hmm. Why
1: don't? Well, probably was the same book because she never published it, as far as I know. Well. Yeah, I'll all about the it. sex
2: parties on their yacht and things like that. Uh huh. Yeah. And how the gypsy kings ruin my teak floors <laughs> with their dancing on those high heels of theirs, high heeled boots. <laughs> she always laughed about that. Her daughter is an author too. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is too. So I guess that that gene really ran through there, you know, between mm-hmm. Harold and and the daughter and stuff. But uh, but right. she was a lovely, amazing, amazing person. The most fun. Um, You can have standing up, you know, and I prefer laying down, my darling, you know. But uh, but she was (laughs) she was she she was always like trip, yeah. So it was a great party. Um, Jerry Ring hosted it, and there was a lot of, you know, all the whole Palm Springs elite, you know, that crowd, right? And everybody spoke, and uh, and it was a catered affair. It was was lovely, and I I miss her a lot. She was a lovely person. We had some great, great laughs. So well, speaking
1: of deaths, then Suzanne Summers yes also a palm springs elite yep um i heard a f- rumor the other day i was gonna say funny but probably not so funny but um i heard you know barry Mantle has this beautiful house and up in the mount uh, of the hills of palm springs in the rocks and yep. the rocks in the house are all sort of intertwined the rocks come into the house and into the living room mm-hmm. and i was there once and it was quite beautiful but I, I guess he lived next door to Suzanne Summers. Yeah. And
2: he got so annoyed with her politics, he moved. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because he actually considered her to be the sister he never had. Right. right? So they were that close. But she kind of went off that Trump rail. Trump d- deep end. Yeah. So then yeah. she kind of, you know. Which, went- by the way, it was fine to go for Trump. But
1: then yeah. there was a deep end to Trump
2: that people Well, there's went. there's Kool Aid and then there's spiked Kool Aid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hers was spiked. Yeah, you know. And then and then Matthew Perry. Yeah, well, we don't know what he was drinking, but if hopefully, I, I you know, the the thing that it Trump, says they didn't find anything. I know, and I hope, <clears throat> just for the legacy of what he created, and you know, the the the, the actor that he was, and everything that he accomplished. Especially personally, because he went through hell and back. Yeah, you know, and I would hope that I think that maybe it was just the the body just gave up. Well, he was in the
1: jacuzzi, yeah. which you know can cause a lot of. I mean, people have heart attacks in jacuzzis. But look all how the time. many people
2: died, even with Whitney Houston. That that shower that caused her death was the shock of the. I mean, okay, but she ba- had. Some, well, I thought she was in the bathtub. She got into the tub, uh-huh. but I guess that. Oh, the know, hot shower or whatever yeah and then to fill the tub and it was so hot it shocked her system
1: right well if you, you know. read those warnings next to a jacuzzi do not drink do not yeah and then and especially if you have a heart condition and he I think he already had probably from all of his you know yeah, abuse that his, his of body drugs was and was things
2: probably just tired yeah
1: it's terrible I mean young <laughs> guy you know and all that money I don't think he was that happy I don't know him but it all appeared to be you know, a little sad, Uh, and a lot of the posts were, you know, of people who did know him. And he
2: really, I think he was taking this time in his life to sort of give back and to help people that were going through kind of what he went through and try and come out of that whole drug den of of life, you you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it, it was really sad, so I hope, it doesn't matter, I mean, the end result, you wound up in the same place, but I hope because he went so far to get well, that it was just his time was just up, not something that he was self induced again. Do you know. Yeah. I mean? No, I hope so, so as I well. Hope just for that, his family and fans can at least go. Well, poor guy. You know, it was time to go. You know. Yeah.
1: Terrible. Yeah. Very.
2: Terrible. Um, you know, especially when you grew up for you know generation
1: you grew up, you always miss those people because you grew up with them in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so it feels a little bit like losing. Not really a family member, but, but, maybe but somebody, a friend, a friend that you friend. kind of knew. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> okay,
2: sorry. I couldn't help that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: what's on your stink list this
2: week? Oh, okay. I have a couple things. <laughs> you always have a couple. I always have. Well, since you you have I came up long with a stink list. thing. Okay, this drives me insane. Yeah. You know, some commercials, you know, they... You just don't pay any attention. You know they're just on in the background. You don't even think about it. And then there's a couple that have those stink songs attached to it, Uh. or just some expression that you just want to reach through and. So that that my pillow guy. Oh well, he's so annoying anyway. Okay, but that is the the, the, every word, every letter is of stink is capitalized with that one. (laughs) Hi there. Hi, you look wonderful. Hi, I'm Mike Lindau. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I want to strangle the television set, okay. So that's one that drives me crazy. And then the other one, that J. G. Wentworth. Have you seen that? No. That, it's like a lending commercial. J. G. Wentworth. D- oh, did d- the cash now. That sounds something, something, familiar something now cash cash with the <laughs> jingle. So now they came up with another one where this fatty comes through with with the horns, you know, like an opera singer fatty. Yeah. You know, with, and she has that horn hat. And you think G.G. Wentworth? I want to just it just and it stays with me all day. It just stays with me. I could be at a red light and I'm I'm singing this G.G. Wentworth. <laughs> God, I hate it, but I think that's the why they create those things. But I will. But it makes mm. me. It does the opposite for me. I would never hire JG Wentworth because of that commercial.
1: Right, because it's so down market. Yeah. and kooky or that other like, or that other guy.
2: Them? You know. Uh, who's that? You, oh, I forget. There's so many stink things that I wouldn't hire them because it stink. Right. You know, so that's one. And then.
1: Well, I'll do one. and We'll come back. All to right, You go ahead. Because you know what? You've because I have two now because I had one and now you've inspired me with the well, commercial. I have two thing. more. So go okay. ahead. <laughs> but you brought up commercials and I don't know how or why, but Biktarvi with their medicine. First of all, there's every medical, no matter
2: what you have, there's a commercial for it now. There's also a black person's name for it. Hi, Bictarvi. Every medicine sounds like a black girl or a black guy's name, Bictarvi. Hi, Bictarvi, Doesn't it? It does. Okay, if you say so, we'll go with that. But
1: the Bictarvi commercials are everywhere. And I thought, you know, if you have HIV and you're seeing a doctor, right, haven't you already spoken to him and decided what is the best pill for you to be taking? You're now going to sit at home and watch a commercial 3,000 times and go, you know what? I think I should talk to my doctor and see if I should switch my meds to 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 Biktarvi. Okay. But, But that's my first annoyance is that, like, how many times does someone need to see this commercial? But I don't know if you've noticed they've done two commercials, Bick Tarvey, that have been playing like crazy. And in the first one, first of all, everybody in it is like out of the circus, right? Yeah. It's always it's it's this gigantic woman and this little tiny man in the first one getting dancing, dancing, and they're getting married and. She has got to be a foot and a half taller than he is and at least 150 pounds more. And there they are, lovers, and, which is all fine, except, okay, well, that's a strange thing to do in a commercial. This little tiny guy dancing with this big woman, right? Now the new commercial comes out, same woman, they're getting married right? So she's coming up and she's doing the thing. And there they are, you know, exchanging vows. She looks like she could sit on him. It's like the elephant and the rat, right? (laughs) It's the weirdest thing.
2: Crazy
1: kayak. And everybody else in the commercial, there's there's a black woman that's got to be 500 pounds, right? And then there's a, a couple, there's two men walking together. One of them is really short and the other one is super tall, they all look like they came from
2: the circus, and I'm like, "What is with the big target? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that casting thing. And none of them probably have HIV. I think they're all actors, aren't no, they? No, it
1: says it says they're actual patients.
2: Oh, they are. Yeah,
1: but it's like, what, you, you couldn't find one person that looks like sort of an average person. Yeah, how about you have how, to be six foot eight or five hundred pounds,
2: or, or a you dwarf. have to be of color. That's the thing that annoys me. Yeah, Why can't a lot you of Latinos get, like, and Yeah, Black, because and then. I mean. Other people go see, those are the people that get HIV. Well that's it doesn't it. help the cause then, you know? So then all of a sudden it's that rather than what happened to, you know, Ethel and, and Siam, you know Whitehead from no, from I Bakersfield. Agree. They get AIDS too, you know. Yeah, or, no, HIV, of course, or HIV.
1: Of course. That's why so that's my stink. The Big
2: commercials are so stink. Well, with that big Tarvey commercial, as stink as it is, the one that's really stink is the one that has the beard, that has that long beard, and then wait, but then he's at the beach, and so then the wind is blowing, so all of a sudden it's going to the left. (laughs) Right? And then there's another commercial where he's in the desert, and the wind is blowing, but it's blowing to to the the right. right. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I can't figure this damn beard out. I mean, he's got bigger problems than HIV if that's the beard. Yeah, you know, shave that. I know,
1: crazy. Get right. Shiktarvi. All
2: right, so hold on. So let me. Uh, uh, stink was... two. All right, stink two. Uh, now, so you made me forget because I got all wrapped up. In okay, that well, picture. I'll go to my other yeah, stink.
1: My original stink was I. This has happened many times, but yesterday I'm driving out to the Van Nuys Airport and i'm going over the canyon and i'm stuck behind this suv and the two occupants in this suv have the music blaring right and at the red light they're dancing in the car no, you can see that. them doing the push up with the hands to the ceiling and they're doing the thing and they're voguing and doing whatever that voguing It's uh, what an old
2: car yeah
1: you know what i mean they're doing the whole vogey hand what was it a 1990s car and um but the and so then the light turns green and everybody's going and everybody me and everybody behind me are honking because they're still dancing, right? And I thought okay, once I get it, right? The next red light, same thing. Everybody had to honk. They're dancing. It's like, really, are you driving or are you dancing? What and there's yeah, two I, of I you. You it. can't put your foot on the gas while you're voguing. <laughs> No, are you, I, I can't. What you're doing your little thing and putting your hand out the On the way to the Madonna's and... concert, on the <laughs> Madonna concert, yeah, or back, on the way back. I thought, oh, for God's sake, so really stink. Yeah, and that really. happens all the time. You're stuck behind someone dancing in the car, and they're
2: just sitting there. They're so interested in dancing in the seat. <laughs> I, 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 It's just a whole other world. I, I don't recognize half of it, and I, I'm glad I don't recognize half of it. The other half, I don't want to recognize. <laughs> All right. So that Saturday Night Live that was on a couple of weeks ago, where um, oh, what's his name hosted it? You know, the guy that used to go out. Uh, oh, shit. What's his name? The Yeah. You see, I blew Kim Kardashian. What was his name? Oh. Uh, uh, you mean Pete, to- Pete Davis. Yeah, the hideous one. So no, he's great. I think he's charming. He's funny. You know, but he, he's ain't sweet. No, he ain't not attractive. He's a Kardashian no, boyfriend. Oh, but you know, well, hello, he fits right in so with you only Kardashian need pick. A couple of you know, pick a number from one to ten. Yeah, and He's, a got, half, he's got the ten and six. a half, and nothing else. <laughs> well, that's plenty. <laughs> you know, you don't need. Sometimes you don't need consonants. Vowels work just <laughs> fine. You know. He fits right uh, in with the Kardashians. My grandmother would say, you know, there's the type you, that you, uh, horizontally that you date, or there's vertically. Yeah. You know.
1: But you don't usually drag the horizontal dates. No, no, you
2: leave them at home, you know, (laughs) backstairs at the White House. You know what I mean? (laughs) You send them (laughs) home. You send them home with your fake name. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, The other thing is, um, so anyway, so he hosted Saturday Night Live. You know, so now you come back after the strike. And this is a Saturday Night Live everybody's been waiting for. Writers are back. Right. The worst writing in the world. The skits were terrible. They fell flat like a 747 with no engines. I mean, that's how flat it (laughs) fell. (laughs) Brutal. And no gas because It didn't even blow up. It was that bad. Right. Um, And then the musical guest was Ice Spice. Do you know who that is? I do not. Good. Oh. No one should know who she is. The worst lackluster performance, sitting there with booty shorts, barely shaking the ass a little bit, no singing whatsoever, no movement, no... I mean, it was the the stinkest thing. Look it up.
1: I will. Look it up. I didn't watch
2: that. I didn't watch it, so... Brutal. So those are my... That's my stink complaints for today pretty much. Now, what about movies? Have you seen anything? Are you going to see something? Well, we, you know...
1: Will was a big horror fan. He loves those
2: movies. (laughs) Oh, horror. I'm sorry, you didn't articulate well. Horror, 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 horror. horror. I shall keep my comments to Well, I didn't mean it like that. I Mm meant because he's scary. I mean, mean, (laughs) he's scary. (laughs) (laughs) He loves
1: scary movies. You
2: know I'm only kidding, Will. You know I have to tease Will. I've teased Will from the day I met him, and I love him to death. Uh, So, you know, we wanted to see The New Exorcist, but we waited because
1: we heard not such great things. So it started streaming this week, right? It did. This is the new one. Yeah, the new one. Believer, I believe. I Mm. believe it's called Believer. Yeah, well. And
2: so, but we hated it. I thought it was terrible. So did he. Okay, so this is what gets me. The Exorcist to me as a child. Yes. I still have PTSD about that. So... It, it scared me so much. I was probably eleven or whatever when I saw it, and I was terrified. And you know, I mean, literally terrified. Me too. I saw it when I was young too. You know, and so I never forget. So I never went. I never revisited it because I just even that that music, nee, 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 right? Nee, just always flipped me out. So and you know, and I'm not a scary person. Like you know, I have to. You, you know, monsters didn't do anything for me. Maybe the where the Wolfman, right? You know, as a kid, because he could run fast, and I can't couldn't run away from him. Frankenstein was like, "Oh, leave him in the dust." Right. You know, I didn't care about that. And Dracula was kind of sexy. You know, I'm a little sensitive in my neck area, so that <laughs> didn't like completely throw me off. And you thought I could live forever You're like, like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Nice clothes. Yeah, put a little nice home. Little Chanel number five. Come here, Dracula. Uh, so none of that scared me, but that exorcist sent me. So anything demonic or whatever, and I'm not religious. You know that. So I don't know why that sets me off a little. So because it's New Exorcist and I kept thinking, nope, I am not going anywhere near that movie. There's no way. Could not talk me into that. And Andrew likes scary movies. Right. So he never saw the original Exorcist. So between my best friend Philip and Andrew, they're trying to convince me we should go see it. Uh So talking me in from the ledge about it. Right. So, but Philip suggested that Andrew should see the original first if we go see it. So yeah. then I'm saying, okay, i will we'll do it. Right. So it was one night we were watching some TV and whatever, and I kind of started dozing off and I said, I'm going to go to sleep. So I rolled over and went to bed. So he decided, okay, since he's asleep, I'm no, going to go I'll ahead watch and watch the, Exorcist. the original yeah. Exorcist. So he puts his earphones in, you know, I'm sleeping. You know, so he's apparently watching the movie, and then I I wake up because I could hear this this uproarious laughter, and I'm thinking, what?
1: Oh, he's laughing so I, at
2: it. Wait, so then I'm you know, <laughs> so I kind of go back to sleep, and I'm thinking, oh, he didn't watch it. He's probably watching something silly, you know, whatever, you know, comedy thing he's watching. You know, he loves Amy Schumer. Right. So he's watching something. So in the morning, I'm having coffee and whatever, and I said, oh, by the way, well. What were you watching last night? Well, it sounds hilarious. What was it? He said, Oh my God, I watched The Exorcist. I said, What Exorcist? You watched The Original Exorcist? He said, It was hilarious. You didn't tell me how hilarious. (laughs) All these years I've been like sweating and, you know, freaking out over every. I couldn't even eat pea soup, you know, any any little thing that had to do with the. But he thought it was hilarious. Well, you know, he said it was so stink. And her head spinning around. Spinning and, around. So I guess I, well, it doesn't transfer. It, it
1: does. We watched it. The problem is movies have gotten so sophisticated, and especially special effects, right? That movie was made in the 70s, I yeah, believe. Yeah, 72, 73. Yeah. So, you know, when I saw it, I was, I, it scared me as well. When you look back at it, what you see is not great sort of movie making. Cinematic. Yeah, cinematic stuff. And so it doesn't feel as scary. Of course, at the time it was, you know, it was one of those things we hadn't seen before. You, the you? in church. Yeah, I mean, they did things you hadn't seen in movies, and you know, like anything, it, it, it was new and different at the time. Now it feels sort of old and stale. But uh, so I understand his, <laughs> I understand his uh, exorcism no, I guess from I the could, Exorcist. Maybe
2: I could go see it now. I'm not as I'm not as you wouldn't even afraid want to. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be so. Well, well the, the
1: new one's not so scary either. It's still all that bed shaking and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. I actually thought that the omens were were better done because yeah, the they omens were a little were more religiously based yeah. and a little more sort of on on uh, target for. Yeah. Uh, so I thought those were pretty good.
2: You got a quarter for an old altar boy, yeah. father.
1: Well, should we talk about our guest for today? Yes, let's. So uh, interestingly enough, speaking of Will, Will's mother sent me a link uh, a month ago or so. And she said, oh, have you seen this? This guy used to be a Democrat, and now he's a Republican, and he's gay. And I was like, what? Right, so I looked at this thing. If it's Tuesday, this must be Belgium. Yeah. (laughs) So I looked at it, and I sent it to you. And I said, this could be interesting because he's switched parties and he's now all pro-Trump and, you know, and uh, I mean, he could be an interesting interview to help us sort of understand why he's wearing plaid shirts now. (laughs) (laughs) Why he would do such a thing. (laughs) I think he was a hairdresser, too, isn't he? Or was.
2: I think he was. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll come in handy in Washington. Have you seen those hairstyles?
1: (laughs) Except he's living in New York. But no, um, so we asked him on. He agreed. But basically, he has started. He started a campaign that became rather successful, called Walk Away. And when we originally read the article, it said, you know, walk away from the Democrats and the Democratic Party to the Republican. When we when we interviewed him, it wasn't quite that. He basically said, you know, walk away from this sort of left wing liberalism.
2: Um, Which, I mean... You uh, and I walked away from it. We never walked toward it. We never walked toward it. <laughs> Correct. But anything extreme like that, we've always been in the middle of. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, and that's Literally. the
1: problem. You know, it's that same thing. And, and and people, and you and I probably do it as well, it's labeling the whole party because of the extremists that are on TV, right? right? And it happens on everything, and people do well, it all the time. Well, that's why people
2: walk away from religion, too.
1: Yeah, so uh, we asked him on. He agreed. Uh, he was very, he, he was fun and he was very, you know, polite. He was
2: attractive, strangely. <laughs> no, sometimes, you know, you, when you hear that, you think, oh, girl, right. what's with her? Right. The th- you know. <laughs> three eyes and <laughs> right. the Democrats got rid of him. <laughs> Those Spock ears. But um, no,
1: and he was well-spoken and we rather liked him. Uh, unfortunately, we had a little bit of a technical problem. Yeah. And he at, on his end, he was having a problem and he switched devices or well, he, he did. He in <laughs> switched parties, switch devices, devices. <laughs> something happened. So we missed the first sort of 10 minutes of the interview are gone into the atmosphere. So you may at the beginning wonder, like, why we jumped into this interview so quickly without any pleasantries. Uh, we do sort of say hello quickly. That we, yeah, we, we
2: usually make you a drink too. This is yeah, how much we thought it's of all him. gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal. So uh, <clears throat> it may seem a little jarring that we jump right into asking questions, but th- that that's the reason why. So when we come back from commercial, we'll have Brandon Straka. Okay, we're back. And we have Brandon Straka with us. Welcome. How are you doing today, Brandon? Just
0: fine. I'm just fine today.
1: So let's get into some of these questions, because I guess what when we watched the video, you know, and it said, oh, you know, a lot of the and a lot of the testimonials, oh, I, you know, I leave the Democratic Party in peace and love. But then. Our question is, well, which Republican party are you joining? I mean, Joey and I, if anybody's a candidate to walk away from the Democrat party, you know, I would join a Liz Cheney party or a Mitt Romney, but I'm not joining the party that attacked the Capitol or encouraged people to, you know, break windows on our seat of government. So I guess it's which party is that? Because we both have the same problem. There seems to be two parties in one, and people are very confused as to what their parties stand for today.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So the first thing I'll say is that with walk away, we walk away is never, and this is widely misreported. So you might read, you know, oh, the movement of people walking away from the Democratic Party to Trump or to the Republican Party. So I've never, we've never told people where they should walk to what we've always said is walk away as a journey, not a destination. And what we mean is that we want to encourage people to think for themselves, do their own homework, do their own research. People in the walkway movement become independents, libertarians, Republicans. Some love Trump. Some don't love Trump. Uh, some are politically homeless and feel like they don't really know where they belong. The one thing we all have in common is that we feel that the Democratic Party has become extremely radical, uh, extremely far left, uh, that they're controlled by uh, a, a very extremist base. That's becoming. And you more... don't
1: feel that about the Republican Party?
0: I don't know. I don't. Now, you don't I think Marjorie up... Taylor Greene and Matt Getz are very far I... right. No, well, I don't, well, how are we defining far right? I, I don't. But I, I, I guess. It would well, I mean, I think if you put them
1: right. in control, they would take away your gay rights. They've mentioned especially her. She doesn't think you should have gay marriage.
0: I mean, you support I, I, I'm not... that. Well, I don't, agree. I, I don't agree with you that that is where she stands or what she would do. I mean, I know both of those people personally very well. And, um, and there's, there's this kind of like alarmist tactic that's used so often by people on the left that like, oh, these people are going to take your rights away. Well, first of all, that's, that's not even really something that can happen. I, I mean, it would be- Well, incredibly- they took away
1: abortion. They said that couldn't happen. So you don't think they would take away gay
0: marriage? Well, they didn't take away abortion, though. thats I mean, that's that's not true. Well, they put it
1: back on the states, but as a
0: federal law, they took it away, which meant they took it it away from about two-thirds of the states. Well, first of all, they didn't do that. The Supreme Court made that decision, but the Supreme Court made that decision based off of uh, of constitutionality and how our law works, that it never should have been a federal issue in the first place. So it was erroneous. For, for Roe to be able to become a federalized thing in the first place. And so the decision the Supreme Court made was not to repeal abortion. It was to say, this never should have been a federal issue. It, okay, it, well, if we go with happened. that,
1: but then if you go to the states that don't have abortion, it's the Republican Party that doesn't want abortion in those states, despite well, they, an overwhelming majority of their constituents, and especially women Republicans as well that do want abortion. So isn't this the case of the party not representing their constituents honestly? They're doing what they want because they're run by religious rights or whoever's giving them money when their constituents are saying we do
0: want abortion. I mean, look what happened in Ohio. <laughs> Yep. I don't think the religious right has that much power anymore. I, know, I mean, I think that that was a thing in the 90s. I think it was a thing maybe even going into the, the 2000s. But um, if you're talking about like the split in the Republican Party, uh, the yeah. split is really, yeah, the split is really among establishment Republicans and America First Republicans or MAGA Republicans. It's sort of interchangeable. I think people really associate MAGA with Trump. And so some people say America first because it's about the movement, not about the man. Um, And and in fact, MAGA, I mean, I know that people love to say like MAGA people are in a cult or whatever. It's it's they're not at all. Um, But I think that people sometimes prefer to say America first because they want to say it's about the principles and what we're standing for, not about Trump. So that's, I think, where the split is. And certainly, like, you know, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, me, um, a number of other people are in the America First camp. And I think what's really sad is that the media is so afraid of the America First movement that they've done everything that they can to vilify us and make us seem as though we're like these fringe right wing extremists, when in fact, the America First movement is much like the moderate Democrat Party of decades ago. There's... The difference between JFK Democrats and America First Republicans is almost negligible, I would say. So, I, okay, I mean, but let, well,
1: let, let's ask you about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Ketz. What okay. bills have they put in? What have they done that's made America First? Because what I don't see is the proof of what, what their mouths say. There's a lot of mouthing going on and a lot of TV appearances, but where are the bills? They're so spending yeah. so much time with their faces on t v Where's the work behind the desk
0: and okay what part well, of you're... and
2: and to them, what part of America comes first? America is built a, 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 across the board with all sorts of people and so but i've I'm only seeing one part of America wanting to come first, and that's where my confusion and that's where I get like, okay, wait a minute, this is not ringing true to me here. when you say America first. What part of America is first?
0: All right. So first, I'm going to address Alan. Um, so, f- Alan, no argument whatsoever. You were asking the question, where's the work? Where's the action? Where's the?" Believe me, the greatest frustration about being a Republican, uh, which is very different than when I was a Democrat, is that I'm now a part of a team where they are all talk and no action. Um, I, I, I'm actually terrified by the actions of the Democrats. But at least they take action and they don't sit around waiting or tweeting but not doing anything or going on cable news but not doing anything. So zero argument from me about them going on cable news or going on Twitter and talking and doing nothing. Well, especially the first two
1: years of the Trump administration, they had a Republican Congress, a Republican president, and they did nothing. So this is the party I'm going to join? The nothing pathetic. do nothing party, this is the mouthing party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, you're 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 not wrong about any of that. Um <laughs> and uh joey your question was which part of america first it's uh, look i'm going to read between the lines of what i think that you're saying i'm sure you're probably implying that this is like a white people first or that, that you know or the rich the, people first well i was going to say or somehow that they're prior tori- prioritizing the rich or the, or, the, or white America. i don't have problem with
2: rich tr- trust me yes but they no, don't and i'm so they're... tired of people always saying the entitled or the you know i, but, I, I but, don't, but don't let the me get law this out let me get it rich. out Okay, let me get it out. I understand that. But I'm sick and tired. I don't ask people that don't have anything to defend what they don't have. I don't like that because I come from privilege or because I've been entitled that I have to defend that. I don't agree with that at all. As a matter of fact, part of what the Democrats do constantly is that, and that drives me up a wall. So I have no issue with that. What I do have issue with are the things like abortion. I do have things with discrimination. I have with things... Uh, gay rights, uh, the transgender thing, I think is horrible what they're doing about that. And I think that the whole, and yes, and I, and I do feel that, they, that they've lifted the lid off of, um, uh, 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 to racism. And it's always existed. They've never accepted the lie that America has, has sold us for hundreds and hundreds of years. And they've never taken any responsibility for that or acknowledged it. And I think there's a lot of hatred all around and none of that is addressed or even attempted to explain so that's okay. where my frustration comes from that issue
0: okay so I, I would say that when let's go back again to your original question which was which part of America first so yep. it's it's everybody Uh, The America First movement is for everybody. And believe it or not, there are a substantial number of black and Hispanic and Muslim and Jewish and LGBT, trans, gay, straight people in the America First movement who want to prioritize the American citizens over uh, global interests and, and things like that. And, you know, say, look, we've got a lot of people in our own country who have problems before we start flooding uh, immigrants into our country or illegal you know, people who didn't come into our country the right way or sending foreign aid to other countries when there are people in our own country who need help. But it's I think the reason why you might feel comfortable saying that you feel like there's this prioritization of white people or elite white people is not I don't feel they're elite. Of what,
2: I feel they're a bunch of scumbags. Most of the, what I see are a bunch of rebels. That's not elite to me. I see a bunch of hicks, to be quite honest with you, it, and I'm quoting this, you know. But so where is this elitist thing on that side, and where, where are we defending it on the other side? If we are well, Americans, America was built for all people to come in and make a living. And, do, and the people at the border, I, t- I, I can guarantee you more than, more than half of those people just want to come and work and build a life. And, and we have people in our own country that want to live under a bridge eating out of a garbage can that don't have any desire to do any of that stuff. And how are we not addressing that or even fixing that? Because those people don't see that they don't drive through those neighborhoods. You know But meanwhile, we're, our city is being destroyed, Los Angeles. I mean with all the homeless, with all the neglect, with all of that stuff, and nobody addresses that either.
0: Well, I mean, you're in a very Democrat run city and in a very Democrat run state. So, I mean, I agree. I, yeah, and but I Texas think Texas has the same problem. problem. Texas has the same problem.
2: And look at New York. New York is overrun. Well, that's run Democrat also. Yeah, but look what New York just had 100,000 people sent into the city. How could they accommodate in that city?
0: Yeah, but uh, two seconds ago you just said that people on the border just want to come into this country and uh, like have the American dream or whatever. So
1: I, we're not not suggesting illegally. We're not suggesting
2: illegally. I the right way. Okay. How how did we all get here? The right way. I mean, I pay.
1: I have to pay a housekeeper fifty dollars an hour to clean a house, but the guy living under the freeway won't work for fifty dollars an hour because he doesn't want to clean the house. How am I supposed to support that? Where is the? I don't understand where.
2: See the problem nobody's with doing all of anything. this, and what I tried to explain to you before about the in between—that is the in between because we almost say the same things, and we almost want the same things. For some reason, our communication gets lost in the middle, and this is where the problem that needs to be solved is our communication. You want what I want. I want what you want. But we're just not saying it right. We're not meeting that. That, in other words, the problem is not it doesn't have a solution because I kind of don't know you're saying one plus one and I'm saying two plus six and, and, and it's a whole different solution. It doesn't come out to the same number because we're not communicating it. So how do we start to communicate it? Well, I understand, but I, you know, I, I feel that even in this
0: interview, I've heard a number of things that I fundamentally disagree with. And and it seems to me like you have this perception that, People like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates or a number of other, maybe the America First. I mean, you said that you would get behind a Republican Party that was Liz Cheney and, and Mitt Romney. So Alan like, what you're that. talking about yeah. is supporting a uniparty, which, again, is just like the establishment that has created all of these problems that you're describing right now. Whereas the America First movement wants to address those things that you just described. But you're <clears> resistant <throat> to that because you have it in your head that this is a far right extremist movement. And that these people are, you know, racist. Okay, but they had four and, and years under else. Trump. What and that's did not they true. address? What did they address?
1: Why do I support a Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Getz? What did they do in the four years under Trump, and especially the two years where they could have done anything After. they wanted? What did they do except pass a tax law, which actually wasn't quite done by Trump. It was by other members of the Congress to help America. Right. But I think that I didn't even sorry to interrupt. They didn't even encourage Americans to buy American or to turn over that ashtray and say, if it's made in China, don't buy it. All they do is bash China. But but it's all about money. It's economics. The world is about economics. If you encourage Americans not to buy Chinese and to buy American, our economy would be lifted. But they're all about, oh, I don't want to pay $1.40. I only want to pay $1.10, so I'll buy China. But that extra 30 cents would have lifted America very high.
0: Well, I don't agree that uh, America First people aren't behind the principles of buying American. I actually believe that they very much are. But the other thing I would say is that, you know, you're referencing a lot what happened in that first uh, term of Congress under President Trump. And I don't feel like that's really fair to do because the America First movement or the MAGA movement, whatever you want to call it, was really born with President Trump. And even still to this day, we don't have enough America First representation in Congress. I mean, we're outnumbered by rhinos, Republicans name only, establishment Republicans. It's growing, and I think it's going to continue to grow. But I don't think we're going to see real change from this movement until we have more America First Republicans in Congress and get the rhinos out. I mean, we still, as you pointed out, have a battle within our own party to do that. But, but the you're solution... suggesting
1: removing the moderate Republicans and replacing them with even more extreme Republicans. Well,
0: but you're calling them extreme. I don't think that they're extreme. I think that they're very common sense. You don't sense think the Proud solutionary... Boys are
1: extreme? They consider themselves MAGA Republicans.
0: Right. I No, I don't think that the media perception or portrayal of the Proud Boys is accurate. No, I don't.
2: Okay. And but how do you feel that these proud boys that just got convicted with what they're saying now? Uh, So all of a sudden that pride went out the window because they just got sentenced to 20 years. No, I think they all got screwed.
1: You think it's it's okay to. But they're crying. This is but this is where the Republicans disagree with you. You were there on January 6th. You're suggesting it was okay for these guys to attack our seat of government that represents our democracy because they didn't like what was going on. So we'll just attack the building. We'll attack the people. And that's okay.
0: No, no, I don't think that that, I don't think that that's okay. Well, that's who was there, the Proud Boys. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to (laughs) answer you. But listen, I have to tell you, first of all, the the person who's gotten the harshest sentence, 22 years, Enrique Tarrio, wasn't there. He wasn't even on Capitol grounds on January 6th.
1: Yeah, and he was implicated in many ways to planning it. And as uh, we know, if you plan a a bank robbery, you don't have to go to the bank robbery to be thrown in jail.
0: No, you don't have to go to the bank robbery to be thrown in jail, but typically in a situation like that, there would be some sort of plan that's outlined where you would find like blueprints of how to rob the bank and when to go inside and what to do. There was none of that. None of that. So you think that
1: these 12 jurors were absolutely corrupt and didn't come up with the right, that, 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 that they didn't see the evidence properly, even though, and even though the judges and things were Trump-appointed, you think that they, it was a scam.
0: I do. I think that the jurors were comprised in a district that's 93 percent Democrat that voted for Joe Biden at a rate of 93 percent. I think the juror was the jury consisted of people who hate Donald Trump and hate his supporters and have gotten two and a half straight years of propaganda about January 6th being an insurrection and an attempt to overthrow the government when in fact what it was was in an unfortunate riot that broke out for a couple of hours at a political rally as has happened numerous times, as has happened, as happened the entire summer of 2020, all across the country. Nobody cared on the left when Black Lives Matter did much worse the entire year. But suddenly a bunch of MAGA people riot for two hours and we're calling it an insurrection and an attempt to overthrow the government. Black
1: Lives Matter didn't attack our seat
0: of government. (laughs) Black Lives Matter attacked uh, uh, everybody and everything else. Uh, I'm not saying they're
1: right. They should have been arrested if they attacked somebody but they didn't attack our Congress while in session trying to verify
0: the election. Okay, well, nobody attacked Congress.
1: I'll give you
0: that people uh, attacked. They didn't attack Congress.
1: They rushed them out of Congress. They attacked, they wanted to grab Pence. They're yelling, let's hang him. That's attacking. If you don't think that's attacking, then you have a problem with the English language. That's attacking. How would you like people rushing towards you saying they're going to hang you? Would you say, oh, they don't really mean it?
0: (laughs) That's honestly exactly what I would say. That's exactly what I would say. You would just
1: stand there and let them grab you and say, oh, they're just kidding. They beat up cops. This is a Republican Party beating up cops. That's okay. I thought that the
0: Republicans
1: supported the police.
0: I think Republicans do support police, but unfortunately what happened on January 6th is that there was an enormous amount of people standing outside of the Capitol and police officers started throwing flashbangs at them and shooting them with rubber bullets. And at that point the crowd reacted and it became a very unfortunate situation where a lot of people did a lot of bad things, including a push around and attack police officers, including breaking windows and going into the Capitol, which they shouldn't have done.
2: But, Let's, I mean, you said a lot of stuff. If it were do Black I, Lives Matter doing that, they wouldn't have been rubber bullets. What do you mean? They would have been real they bullets. They would have been real bullets. <laughs> Why do you say that, though?
1: Because no, you because don't see Republicans he, being I murdered. If I stop at a Cups, red
2: light and want to see my driver's license and I may have an attitude problem, I'm not going to get shot in my car. A pregnant woman, stopped. I mean, listen, there's just so much of that stuff that, that'll that be a whole other explanation. There, there's, not question, not my, there's not. My question. That's not true. There's not. Well, from your point, from my point, it is. But there's the facts not. will remain the facts. My question to you is, you hated Donald Trump. You said it very clearly in the beginning of the interview. You hated yeah. him. You didn't want anything to do with it. Yet, you went into the insurrection, insurrection and you fought alongside those MAGA people <laughs> for Donald Trump. You did. So no, where did, did that not. change? And where do you stand now? You, you pleaded
1: guilty to it. You that You, re, you, you yelled, said, go, go. Go
2: no, go. I did go. Not. Grab the no, stick. I, grab the stick. Okay, wait
1: a minute. No, Let I
0: him did defend not. this. No, okay, okay, well no, you don't what were you what did you plead guilty to? <laughs> okay. I pled guilty to misdemeanor, disorderly conduct, and what I was accused of doing was um that I went up on the steps of the Capitol. So I want to be really clear. I was yeah, never ahead. accused of any violence, any vandalism, any theft, or any destruction. That was never even an accusation in my case. Yeah, the no, word... I didn't accuse you of that. Uh, you said I fought along with those people. No, no, I said, you...
1: that it's, I said that what I read said you screamed, take it, take it, take the, uh, the uh, cops'
2: protection away.
0: And that you said, shield. go, go.
2: Oh, shield.
0: I just said uh, well, that you encouraged it. One of you just said that I fought alongside those people, and I think you said as they attacked. Oh, That's
2: I, I did. Used, yeah. I said okay. that because you yeah. were there and you were yelling as they were. That is alongside to in my book. Now, if I'm wrong, if I'm I wasn't interpreting yelling, it wrong, I
0: wasn't yelling. Okay, I well, never you yelled. were
2: whispering. Go get it, whatever it was. But if if I were in that situation, I wasn't there as a spectator. Well, you go ahead. Tell us also. what happened.
1: You tell us what happened. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So on January 6th, I was actually scheduled to be a speaker at a permitted event that was taking place on Capitol grounds. So I was on my way to the speaking engagement and like there were hundreds of thousands of people at the Capitol that day. And so as I was arriving to do my speaking engagement, I started getting messages, text messages and stuff from people around the country who are friends, family, coworkers, who are watching on television. And they were saying, we're we're hearing on the news that people are going inside the building. And I was like, well, that sounds weird. And so I started shooting a video the moment that I got those messages. And so at that point, I approached the Capitol on the east side. Now, this is the opposite side, obviously, of the west side. The west side is where people had broken windows, fought with police officers, and forced their way into the Capitol. Um, I was on the opposite side of the building, the east side. So I, I was approaching, and if you watch my video, you'll see... There, were, there was no uh, struggle. There was no uh, fight. There was no like mob going crazy. People were very calm. They were standing on the east side grounds. I approached the Capitol on the east side. People were standing on the steps. They were singing songs, holding signs. And I walked up to the top of the steps. And as I got close to the top of the steps, there was a man standing. And you can see this in singing my video. Songs?
2: They were singing what, German songs? <laughs>
0: Like there was a woman. No, no, no. There was a woman with a karaoke machine and she was just singing into her karaoke machine. Um, People were singing the Star Spangled Banner. What the world
2: needs now is love, sweet love. Is that what the (laughs) song she was singing?
0: Well, I mean, honestly, it was kind of like Woodstock on the east side of the building. I mean, it was just a lot of people there very peacefully standing there and protesting slash rallying. Um, and then when I got to the top of the stairs, there was a man standing at the top of the stairs and he's motioning like this and hollering down. They've opened the doors. They're letting us in. We're going inside. We're going inside. And so at that moment, I repeated word for word what he said. I said, we're going in. We're going in because that's what he had just said. You could hear him clearly. Uh, unfortunately, the government left that part out and just mm-hmm. simply said, Strzok said, we're going in. We're going in. Uh, but I went to the top. Well, where of the was stair- at
2: Marjorie at this point? She wasn't. Well, she right would have
0: been now. inside. Well, actually, by the she time I got there, Congress. Congress had already cleared, but I, I didn't know that. But they had already cleared the building. So she left early. <laughs> Everybody did. They had evacuated the building. Mm-hmm. I arrived around 240 and the building had been completely evacuated around 220 while I was still walking up. Right. So I got to the top of the stairs on the east side of the building and both doors, the double doors, the Columbus doors were open when I got there. And there was a crowd of people, several hundred people at the top of the stairs. Some of them were trying to make their way in. And the majority of them, like me, were shooting a video. And because there were so many people around and people a lot taller than me and people holding flags on flagpoles, I took my camera and I held it fully. I don't, you can't really see me, but I held it fully above my head. And I pointed it down so that my camera could see what my eyes could not see. And I stood there for eight mil- minutes and I filmed what i was present for and after eight minutes a man came out of the building and he got on a bullhorn and he and he shouted they've cleared congress uh he said um everybody's evacuated the building move out move out and so i immediately turned around and i even told the people behind me they're saying to move out go this way go this way and i left and then i uploaded my video to twitter and uh for it sat there for several hours And then I went back to my hotel room, and when I got back to my hotel room several hours later, I turned on my television, and for the first time, I saw what had happened on the west side of the building. And I was like, what is this? This is crazy. And so I became concerned at that point, and I took my video down. And at that point, a lot of people, you know, over the next couple of weeks, people were like, um, you know, are you concerned? Are you? And I, I kept saying, like, no, I'm not concerned because I wasn't a part of any of that. I didn't do anything. I have nothing to be concerned about. And a couple of weeks later, the FBI raided my house, put me in handcuffs and took me to jail. They told me I was facing several felony charges and I sat in jail for several days having no idea what I was charged with. And when I got out of jail... Uh, I, I saw an attorney the next day. And that's when I learned for the first time what I was being accused of. And I said, what is all of this? My attorney said to me, in your video, there's a moment where one police officer comes into the crowd. When he comes into the crowd, they grab his plastic shield out of his hand and they start passing it back. And he said, you hear several voices in the crowd shouting, take it, take it, take the shield, take the shield. He at well, the FBI is saying that you're one of those people, that you were shouting that. And he said, and they're also saying that you shouted, go, go, or go, go, go to encourage right. people to go inside the building. Right. I had to watch my video to see what they were talking about. And because, well, I'm, I, I'm not going to go any further with that because I signed a plea deal. Needless to say, I signed a plea deal that says that I said, take it, take it, while I saw the shield being passed. Right. And that I said the words, go, 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 to encourage the crowd to go inside the building. Um, so those are the things that I confessed to right. in my plea deal to get a misdemeanor plea deal.
1: Okay, well, that makes sense. But it it doesn't take away that those people there were supporters of Trump, and people were murdered.
0: Trump supporters were murdered. Which one? Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boyland. uh, A a number of of Trump supporters were killed that day. Yes, she did.
1: Yes, but they... But that's like saying, oh, I robbed a bank and then they shot me. Why did you shoot me? It's the problem with our government and our country today. It's like, then you get to sue the bank because they shot you while you were robbing them. They were storming the Capitol and they got shot and they killed a cop and they injured some others very badly. Okay, but that's not true. these are supposed to be the police. It's not true?
0: No, that's not true. There was never any police officers killed that day. That was a lie.
1: They died.
0: He died later.
1: But you have Michael Fanone, who was harmed terribly and he sent to our the show hospital. And
2: he, he explained everything you have other to the cops lawyer. that were
1: harmed, and all they were doing their job. And by the way, many of them were Republicans being attacked by MAGA supporters. So that's why it's like, which Republicans are we talking about? Okay, because yeah, right. it's very hard to convince people to walk away when they don't to, know what they're
2: walking to. When and to the join parties what? to go, I mean, you know, to 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 go with, with these what we're being shown there are two different republicans there so which side are you this is not ronald reagan republican
0: but okay but let's take this hold on let's take this a step at a time so first of all the officer that you're referring to died of natural causes the the coroner determined he did not die he had no blunt force injury he was not killed from any harm that was done to him that That was a lie
1: but they what? still attacked officers. That may be true, but they still yeah, attacked And, and I'm and I, not defending. It's, it's, it's splitting hairs. They attacked these well, it's people. It's not splitting hairs. Whether hair. they died or didn't die, they attacked them. They could have died from it. They would have killed them, given the chance, probably. They beat the crap out of Michael Fanon.
0: Okay, well, because he was on CNN, I think, within 24 hours. Uh, uh, of I don't think the, no, so. No, he was not. I'm going to double check that, but he was yeah, on we'll CNN really shortly. And then but he, he was in the his...
1: hospital. I don't see how he could have been on CNN.
0: Okay, he, well, but he started terrible injuries. His, but his, his career on CNN started almost immediately after the Capitol, and his career as a, 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 a an author and, and a media figure and, and a cable news pundit uh, started almost immediately after january 6th so that was so, so, well, does, but so, so does
1: everybody star it starts I mean,
0: your somewhere career is start. your, your career I mean, is,
2: uh, is taken off because of all but of this stuff it wouldn't oh, have been there no, if they hadn't beat the crap out of him he wouldn't have had a career
0: <laughs> my career suffered tremendously after january 6th i had a much better career before january 6th but uh, i'm
2: talking about uh, not as a hairdresser i'm talking about as a, a political as a speaker, figure as a political figure well,
0: yeah, because I started something productive and, and positive. It had, it had nothing to do with a, a, a riot. Yeah, but you can't or blame or him for going out and making
1: money after he's beat the crap out of Republicans, do it. Democrats, everybody does it. This is not a, okay. a, a party affiliation thing. This is exactly what people be a, do.
0: Be a cop but right I have now, to man. ask. Okay, but I have to ask because you guys are clearly very upset about these police no, officers. We, I am upset.
1: If Hillary had been there... And yep. or Obama had been there, and they had encouraged
0: Democrats, or Democrats had stormed the Capitol. I'd be as pissed off. But you're not. You don't seem to be pissed off at all about 2020 and the BLM and Antifa riots that happened. I mean, it was much worse than January I, 6th. I, almost we, every we weren't day.
1: talking about them. I'm not thrilled about any riot. I don't care what color, what planet. I don't think it's right for them to attack. I have a street when they were attacking in L.A. and my street had armed guards. We had neighbors with their guns out because we're
0: not going to allow anybody to attack our homes. I don't care what color they are but why aren't we talking about that because here we are almost 3 years later and you're still very emotionally upset about January 6th but you're not bringing up 20 the the BLM riots at all and why because many Well, but more only because were you're about to walk BLM. away, you're not about many y- y- more we can officers talk about BLM. Were harmed. BLM. Well, just let me finish. Many more officers were harmed by BLM, many more citizens were harmed by BLM, people were murdered by BLM. It was a thousand times worse than January 6th. But all you care about are these capital officers on January. It's not 6. all I
1: care about. It's not all I care about. We just happen to be talking about that. We, who, who
0: is? <laughs> let me ask you. Who is David Dorn? I know the name, I can't I tell know. you. He's a police officer who was murdered by BLM. Why do you know Michael Fanon's name? But you don't well, know. Well, we name happen to have Michael Fanone on our show. BLM. We didn't
1: have David Dorn on our show. Well,
0: he's dead. You. you well, you, I understand you know, that,
1: but. That's, uh, well, why, we, that's why we that's why we know about Michael Fanon. We spent a lot of time with him and read his book and you know yeah, and interviewed I, him. So
0: Yeah. I, he, if we I had done with David the same thing, we career. might have known more about him. Yeah, he's doing Michael Fanon is doing very well. Right, but uh, but but
1: you're still not listen, I don't believe I don't agree with a lot of the BLM stuff. We don't agree, neither one of us. Because but
2: But that doesn't make me join,
1: but that doesn't make me leave the Democrats to go to the Marjorie Taylor Greene party of cuckoo-ness. That's what I I don't understand is what you're trying to get them to walk away to. It feels like jumping out of the fire into the frying pan. Why not fix the broken than to convince them to go to
0: another broken thing? Well, First of all, because I don't agree that it's a broken thing. But again, it's you're taking one incident that happened on one day for a couple of hours, which, again, was a drop in the bucket compared to what BLM did. But you're not. But you're not talking about one incident.
1: Marjorie Taylor is not one incident. She's six years of
0: incidents. But let me let me finish. <laughs> but you're you're acting like, you know, how could anyone walk to a Republican Party that had January 6th? But you're not you should be screaming from the rooftops. Everyone should leave the Democratic Party because they did January 6th every day for an entire year. But, but why would yours. you leave the Democratic Party because of what Black Lives
1: Matter did? Why leave the party that you believe in other things that they do? What you need because to do Democratic is fix the party problem. Was,
0: The Democratic Party was applauding Black Lives Matter, dropping to their knees for Black Lives Matter. Kamala Harris, our current vice president, was sending out the bail fund, the link to the bail fund to bail out the people who are committing violence, who are responsible for burning people's buildings and neighborhoods and homes down. The Democratic Party loved the BLM riots. And you don't seem to have anything to say we loved it.
1: I'm part of the didn't love it. Didn't love anything about it, but had they come up our street, my neighbors would have shot them and I wouldn't have stopped them. You don't storm people's homes. You don't storm government buildings. You don't storm private property.
0: Right. Well, then I think stop focusing so much on January 6th when, you know, your own backyard is filthy. Filthy, not just dirty, filthy. Yeah, I'm not just focused.
1: I don't mean to just focus on January 6th. We just went there and, you know, the conversation went there. No, We're not focused on the one incident. Well, I
2: mean, this is why we're having a conversation. Now, I have one question. (laughs) And uh, what started with this conversation at the very beginning was your hatred for Donald Trump. Where do you stand with that now? Do you still hate Donald Trump or have you forgiven him and now have a romance with him? (laughs)
0: Well, if this was a Facebook relationship, I would click. It's complicated. So I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, (laughs) granted, uh, I went from hating Donald Trump to being his biggest cheerleader and supporter from 2018 to 2020. Um, After January 6th, I felt. um, I I felt hurt and betrayed by the fact that i feel like i should have heard something from donald trump especially with who i am and what i've done and the amount of uh, support that i've gotten for people to leave and who ultimately supported him uh but and you know this will probably make you pull your hair out but i believe that the threat that we face today from the democrats and the far left is is so frightening that I'm going to get behind the person who I think is most capable of getting in there, and I want a wrecking ball. I I want someone to go in and destroy establishment Washington D.C. I want them. I want our government leveled, and I think that Donald Trump is the only person who's really going to go in there and do that. So I'm putting my support behind And you don't think leveling him.
1: the government will cause chaos and anarchy in this country? We already, and have, that. End,
0: we are, yes, we already have that. We are. But talking about. I'm talking government. about
1: stock market dropping and people being out of jobs. And you can't just destroy a government. It, it has to be done slowly. If you go in and wipe it out, you're talking about the Nazis taking over. That's yeah, what you're talking we about. Just, no, we, we're talking we about just, getting rid
0: of the Nazis.
2: We just getting spoke with Miles of Taylor. Yeah, but
1: I don't mean real Nazis. I, I, I'm talking about figuratively. You're talking about a, a, a government coming in and removing the Democratic Party and taking over Which is quite autocratic and dictatorship-like, and setting up a new. And they
0: went through massive problems because of it. No, it's what it would be like if we're going to make an analogy: is the Americans uh, coming over to Europe and saying we're going to liberate this continent from Nazi rule? That's what it would be like. We're already living under uh, the authoritarian state of the establishment government. But how are you going to do that without opposing half the the country
2: during Nazi Germany? America would not take in the Jews to protect them during Nazi Germany.
0: Okay, but we're making an analogy. We're not literally talking about Nazi Germany. No, no, but I'm just asking,
1: how how do you do this,
0: but, but how do you do such a thing
1: without violence when half the country doesn't support you? How do you force that upon half the country? The country was working for a long time. Even through Obama, the economy was great. The economy went downhill with Trump. It's funny that they could find three or four trillion dollars to bail out and give people money, but they can't find a half a trillion to rebuild our bridges.
0: No, th- but that's not true. Th- things were not going well under Obama. If they were for you, I think that's awesome. And I mean that sincerely. But I think that there was, you know, I-, I think that the media went out of their way to try to propagandize on behalf of the Obama administration and made people believe that things were so great in this country when they were not great in this country. And those are the people who came out and voted for Trump. And the economy was actually booming under Trump. People were doing amazingly well. Gas prices were low. I know, but if you've
1: ever taken economics, it was, okay, the president doesn't set gas prices. I'm so tired of everybody saying, oh, gas prices are high and the president hasn't done anything. The president doesn't control Exxon. They set their gas prices to make a profit, okay? And they're screwing us and nobody does anything about that. Why is gas in New York $3 and in California it's $6? It doesn't cost $3 a gallon to send gas from New York to L.A.
0: They're screwing but us. This is not the okay. president. I understand your argument that the president doesn't set gas prices. But what the president does do, like with Obama, is on day one, start killing America's energy independence and making us reliant on foreign oil. That's a fair argument. That's a fair
1: argument. That's a fair argument.
0: Thank because you. Because that's...
1: Yeah, well, we're, listen,
2: it's a fair argument. But if we're not only having one argument. There's a lot of unfair no, arguments there. we're having. <laughs> I feel like I need a shield. All right, I, like, yeah. I really no. You already said take away the shield. Uh, ah. let's, <laughs> let's get oh, him back again because I think we're we're in a okay. A rough yes, and it's I'm happy to come, to come a back anytime. Time. Let's uh, let's see if we can come to a place that we uh, that we can communicate on common and, ground. And, and, you know. And maybe other people listening to us will find a way to, to join us in whatever. Because we, we all have a fight here. And it's major. But we, yeah. we're better off as soldiers than against each other. So, By I the think, way, I
1: think we're all looking at the same goal. Yeah. I think we disagree on how we, on how we it get it two, there. Two different things. Yeah. And,
2: but I think we can find a way to, you know, come together. I hope. That's the only salvation. Because this d- divisiveness is not going to help any of us anywhere
0: i agree and i think that there's much more to say i I really do hope you will have me back at some point or we can talk some more because i i think we could probably do this two or three or four or five more times and really (laughs) i I would love to unpack things about the media i'd love to unpack things about the lgbt community and kind of the narratives of what we believe are going on there because i i'm sure we see that very differently uh but it was really fun talking to you guys and I, i hope we talk again
2: I hope yeah. so too. And listen, stay well, we'll, well and uh, stay in touch with us, as we will too. You know,
1: clearly we agreed on concepts with him, but we were we very much disagree with sort of how
2: one gets to the goal. You know, and I'm and I That's and I'm I'm at a place where I'm not <clears throat> going to agree or disagree with anything. I I, I think that. We have to get to back to where we're all entitled to our opinions. I think when they become dangerous, when they become, you know, when they have to do with one's life, being able to live a certain way or, or garner uh, a living or, 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 or choose their, who they love or, or their own, you know, the right to their own body, then we have problems there. We, we can have our opinions for things, and we should be able to. But what we should be able to do is discuss them freely. Without it becoming an argument, without it becoming a judgment, without it becoming this, this division. And that's what we have to get back to a place that we can at least. And I think this interview is an example of pretty much that. That we can talk about things that are so polar opposite at times. Also come to some places that we agree completely. And learn something we didn't know. Teach something they didn't know. And walk away going, you know what, I'll, I'll have a drink with this guy anyway. Right. It may be a double. But you'll do it. But I'll do it. Right. A little
1: heated at moments, but it was interesting. I agree. And I liked him. I, I I don't agree with some of the things he said. I think they're a little
2: off. So the only thing that really kind of confused me a little bit is when he said that he's actually friends with Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little hard to swallow. But other than that, you know, he's entitled to his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah. I mean, there were two things. uh, I agreed
1: with him, as you you know, with a lot of things. There were two things that he said which are incorrect. And I want to point them out. Yeah. okay. Because I looked them up. You know, I I raised the question, said, you know, those those conservative Republicans would take away his right for gay marriage. And he said, no, he didn't believe that. And uh, I looked up, you know. What's her name's Boobs Brobart who got caught in the theater in Denver with the Democrat mm-hmm. groping her. Yeah. Um she was very open about repealing gay marriage and she's part of that group. Now I don't think she'll get reelected because that theater the f- yeah. fiasco was such an embarrassment and showed her true colors, you know. Uh, so so I disagree with him that they would take away the gay marriage. I think they absolutely oh, they're, would.
2: Oh, they're beelining that. As soon as they yeah. get through the blacks and their rights and as soon as they get through you know, all this other stuff, they're going right for the gays. We're, we're, yeah. we're on the hit list. And
1: it's already come up on the discussions yeah, for the Supreme the Court you know, decision on that. So uh, I, I don't agree with him there. The other thing is really important for people to know this. Uh, He said he brought up the idea that since Obama, we've had to import oil. This is a common wording and phrase that Republicans throw out there constantly. And I actually believed them until uh, the debate, the the last Republican debate, Sean Hannity, who's the center of misinformation, Hmm. had um, Governor Newsom on. And he said the same thing. He said, oh, we have to get rid of them because we're, you know, we're importing oil and we, we're, we're not uh, an exporter of energy. And Newsom said, that's not true. That's a lie and has been a lie. And if you look it up, for the last eight years, this country is an exporter of energy. And he gave, a, uh, he tried to give a source where you could look and it then up. And he'll speak over him. And Sean Hannity kept speaking over him. Every time he tried to say it, of Sean course. Hannity spoke over him. So you it's couldn't hear it. It's a tactic. But I went online and I, you know, I looked it up. And sure enough, it is a lie. We are exporting. So we are energy independent. And by the way, a lot of people don't know this. But Texas and all these places that they think are all pro-oil, they've already converted 25%. To electric. And Texas is making all their federal buildings and state buildings solar and electric so that they're not depending on oil. So this whole idea that, oh, you know, poor us, we have to import oil is not true.
2: Yeah, but it's a tactic, you know. They <clears throat> it's that religious thing too, where they speak over <clears throat> the people. So when you have your opinion, it's easier just to drown you out with their rhetoric. And they do the same thing. They play to the to the dumb, to the dimwits. You know who can't even ask legitimate questions, <clears throat> let alone listen to legitimate answers, and they just keep speaking over them, and silencing them so they can get their agenda, so they can make their money and do their thing. Right. It's, it's the same game, but these people fall for. Yeah. It. Well,
1: the strange thing is, he said, <clears throat> "Oh, his whole campaign is about getting people to educate themselves and figure, you know find the facts themselves." But here, he hadn't really. Looked it up himself. He listened to what all the politicians tell him. Of course, which is that we're, you know, we're not energy independent.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, it's every other sentence is Obama. And what about Hillary Clinton? What about her? She's getting her nails done. I know it's so. I mean, Obama. This is ancient history it's at so this stink. point. stink. Now, can we just put away the sweatpants and the and this and this Birkenstocks? <laughs> That's, That's never <clears> going to happen
1: real
2: now. <clears throat> anyway, interesting.
1: I liked him very much and uh, i get it listen he's out there doing what he believes is right he he didn't just talk he got out and acted and he put together yeah no I'm, he put I'm together marches him. and he's traveling the country and he's standing and up he's for standing what he up believes for something. Yeah. and that deserves a lot of applause
2: yep absolutely well i'm glad he was on and um i'm glad you know we can listen to other people's opinions i agree Oh, I wasn't listening, actually, were you? Were you? No, I was watching TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was watching The Exorcist. Of course I was listening. <laughs> All right. We will be back
1: in a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, uh, have Have a good time. <laughs> Where <laughs> good are you going? Time. Anywhere? Got anything coming up? Yes,
2: I'm leaving for the Caribbean in a week. Oh, you are? Yes, I am going to uh, San Juan... Uh, St. Croix, St. Bart's, we're going to a bunch of places. We'll be gone 10 days and then in total about a little over two weeks. It's oh, two, wow. Two weeks in Miami coming in before we sail. Right. And then we'll do the sail and then we get back and then we have two more days in in Miami before oh. we come home. So we're Interesting on,
1: time to go to the Caribbean during hurricane season. I know, season. perfect.
2: I, know, I, I, brought a, I brought a kerchief. You <laughs> brought an umbrella? I brought a kerchief. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and some Dramamine. Uh, For your 125-mile-per-hour <laughs> winds. Dramatine, yeah. Better get my kerchief on.
2: We're on Virgin, actually. So we'll, this will be my first time on Virgin, so I'll be a Virgin on Virgin.
1: You'll be a Virgin on Virgin. Well, yeah. I don't know if you'll be a Virgin. You'll just be Virgin. You
2: know what I say? I'm a Virgin. I, when you've never done something. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I hope it doesn't hurt. Anyway,
1: we'll talk to you We'll talk to you, talk you to soon. You soon. podcast is a production of the villa romana network in
2: association with spotify